In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. My name is Allison, and I'm a sinner, and I carry the bishop's briefcase. I'm a church bureaucrat. I used to be a real priest. I was a prison priest for about a decade, and uh, now I'm in prison, so it's a, that's the switch. But one of the things I do is come and, and help out when people uh, uh, get uh, in, in extremis, and that's a delight to do here at this parish that I've got a particularly strong relationship of love with because I had something to do with uh, uh, your current rector coming and help bird dog him working for the bishop and uh, I think it's turned out okay from what I've heard and uh, I've also got a fondness for Harriet Beecher Stowe I'm, I'm the fellow who helped put together that recent um, uh, symposium that we did about her and I think she's one of the great truly great overlooked figures in Florida history and in the history of the country particularly as things came out of this river region and affected the entire country over the really the next hundred years everything from A. Philip Randolph to Howard Thurman to um, ultimately Martin Luther King and, and Satyagraha nonviolence came out of this place really if you trace it all back so it's a pleasure to be with you and I want to talk today about mustard seeds and faith and management style. God is trying to talk to us about his management style, God's management style, and how it's different than ours. And um, the first thing I can bring to you is the absolute, I have to bring to you the sure conviction that God is real. And I can tell you that God is real because he's answering your prayers right now. As a prison priest, I believe in very short sermons. So your prayers are going to be answered in, <laughs> at least to that regard. But what God's talking about in the two lessons today is simply this. Somebody asked me, what's the difference? Well, I, actually, I stole it from somebody else who had, who had worked for the Bush family in politics and then ended up working for McCain in the, after McCain got the nomination. And they said, what's the difference between working for the Bushes and working for John McCain. And he said, well, he said, working for the Bushes is like working for the Royal Navy. And working for John McCain is like working for the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I believe God favors the Pirates of the Caribbean style of management because God doesn't want two plus two to equal four. He wants two plus two to equal a million. And that's how come he could start with You'd never start a world enterprise based up, uh, upon, that's going to sweep the entire world, based upon some itinerant fishermen in an obscure corner of the Roman Empire who couldn't really, had never been to college, never been to anything, um, throw in a few tax collectors, a few prostitutes, a few, I mean, this misfit collection that God put together that became what we are today. That's God's math. Two plus two equals a million. And he's very good at it. And contrast it to what you see in Samuel today. I know you've been doing a series on it. And that's our, that's my natural inclination, order and process and all of the things that make us feel comfortable that don't get us out of our comfort zone. And you see it in this case where Samuel had gone to reappoint Saul and almost immediately What's the old saying in politics? The first time you run, you hope you're right, and the second time you think you're right, and the third time you're right, 
and the fourth time you must be right. And that's the progression that, that Saul had gone on very quickly. He went from, um, from being chosen by God to, well, I'm going to do it my way. And he really had been chosen, even the whole idea of a king, when the people of Israel said, we need to have a king, because all the other countries around us have kings, God said through Samuel, that's not such a good idea. Here's what he's going to do to your kids, and here's what he's going to do to your taxes. And they said, no, we've got to have a king. And God said, okay, okay. And Saul was picked, as nearly as I can tell, kind of like we used to pick sheriffs, um, somebody who was big and could fight with big hands. That used to be the way you picked a sheriff. And um, God despaired of Saul because of his breaking basically the, the, the faithfulness that he had promised. In doing so, he withdrew his favor and said, now we're gonna have another king and it's gonna be the one that I'll pick. And in this case, you'll notice that it wasn't any of the first seven sons, it was the runt. It was the, the runt of the litter basically, the red haired um, shepherd boy who was the smallest and, and least impressive of all of the sons of Jesse. That's the kind of math that God does. Flip it over into the New Testament and it's crystal clear. Scatter the seeds and go take a nap. Let God handle it. Most of my work involves helping parishes pick the priest who's gonna be the new priest. And I have found in my own work that um, the more I try and manage it, and the more I let others try and manage it, the less successful it is and the longer it takes. And if I will stay in God's lane and pray and let God do the work, the most amazing miracles happen. Sometimes it takes a little longer than I might want and I'm impatient, but the results always end up being very, very impressive. The process that got Joe here was awkward at times and Probably not what we would have designed, but what a great result we've ended up with. And I've seen that in church after church after church. So I almost invariably start my conversations with a parish by saying, don't forget the most important thing. God's got this. And it's going to be okay if we'll let God have it. How does that relate to us right here and right now? Because this is not about what's in old books and what happened 2,000 years ago. We are preparing to pick a new bishop. I can have nothing to do with that and should have nothing to do with that because I'm part of the old team. Believe me, I'll be out of there in two seconds flat when there's a new team. This is the first paying gig I ever had in the church. I was an unpaid prison priest for a long time. So I'm happy, duty done. But the, the point is that as we approach this, we need to see with God's eyes and look for the person's heart, not the facial appearance, not the, and I'm sure we're gonna see a lot of pretty ponies brought to us. This is a very attractive diocese. We're one of the ones that's growing. We have palm trees, we don't shovel snow. There should be a good line of people wanting to come here. Let's be discerning about what, uh, what we can do. We're one of the few dioceses that's been growing in the last 20 years. We've done some remarkable things. We've got 15 churches inside of prisons. We've got, we just started one inside of a drug and alcohol rehab. We started a think tank at FSU about justice reform. We've done 
Um, we've, we're opening churches, not closing churches. We're doing amazing things with lay education to prevent and, and lay uh, ministry and lay, uh, lay ordain, ordinations, local ordinations to avoid closing churches. So we've really, we've, we're on the cutting edge in a lot of ways, which we don't get much recognition for, but that's okay. We get that upstairs. And so let's be discerning and faithful. So with an eye towards that, as you go out um, next to the alms basin is a bowl of mustard seeds. And I would just invite everyone to take one with them home. And you can see that they're, they are quite small, just as Jesus said. And if we will be faithful, they will become a very big bush of faith indeed. Thank you for the privilege of being here today. Amen.